Hello, everybody, and welcome to Finding Japan, episode 82, Takao-san. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Finding Japan. It has been so long since I have hosted an episode, but yes, this is Christopher... And I have to apologize for the noise. I I really don't know how this will come out. I am currently walking through Kabukicho after having a nice bowl of tonkotsu ramen, which is pork broth ramen, while uh, on my way back to a hotel. Yes, a hotel. I don't live here anymore, officially. Long story, and it's an entirely uh, different episode that will be required to explain that, but... Uh, seeing as it is May 29th, 2018, I thought it would be very fitting and appropriate to bring you an episode from last year, 2017, fall, where Terrence and I, Terrence, the wonderful man who has taken over Finding Japan, you may have caught many of his recent interview episodes, he and I decided to make a very, very early morning trip to Takao-san. Takao-san is a small mountain. We have some discussion as to whether or not it qualifies as a mountain. About an hour west of Shinjuku. It's a great little place. Uh, very accessible by train. Easy to get to. And one of the things that I love to do is to get out there early. Well before the crowds get out there. Take the first or maybe second train out to Takao-san and climb up and get up there before anybody is there. Of course, there are always still people up there. And uh, just enjoy the scenery and then enjoy the walk down as everybody else is trying to walk up. So Terrence and I take a small journey up to the summit of Takao-san and talk a little bit about Japanese film, a little bit of uh, existentialism, I guess you could say, as well as... uh, What would we do in the event of a nuclear disaster? Because if you recall, by the end of last year, this is when Korean tensions were getting pretty high. And there were, you know, what seemed like at the time, monthly flyovers of North Korean missiles over Japan. So half-jokingly, we talked a little bit about what might we do if that actually happened at that time. We talk a little bit about getting older, enjoying our older age, and how we're adjusting to it, as well as uh, a couple other things. So, without any further ado, I'm going to let you enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Whether or not you do, I guess, is uh, out of my control, but I hope you enjoy it. We've got a couple other things coming up. I won't say over the next couple weeks, because that assumes we're going to get it all edited and uploaded, but we do have a couple other things coming up in the pipeline. So I hope you enjoy the, the new site, uh, the updated podcast feed, and this current episode. One thing to note about this episode is we took a, an experimental approach to actually recording it. So you may hear a little bit of audio artifacts while you're listening to this. Uh, the source of those are primarily two things. One, we were using our iPhones with our headphones and the headphone mic 
So sometimes that sort of banged against our clothing. So I hope you excuse that little bit of noise. And in addition, since we were doing dual audio tracks, uh, one for Terrence, one for me, and kind of separating them in the headspace there through some stereo mixing, you may hear a little bit of like in and out, uh, widening and narrowing of the stereo field while you're listening. Hopefully that doesn't detract too much from the actual content. And if it does, I'm sorry. If not, great. So without any further ado, here is episode 82. Takao-san. <laughs> so welcome to Finding Japan's Wildlife. <laughs> Look at her. Ain't she a beauty? Terrible. <laughs> Terrence and I have been out and about for the last so two hours. We have to do the dramatic? Okay. So it's about midnight. We're in the woods. I think I hear some rustling about 300 meters off to the right. Oh, nope. It was just a huge ass spider. Could be the famous man-eating tanukis. <laughs> Roam the, the mountains of Takao. Or, or maybe a drunk salary man looking for a noodle shop at the top of Takao. <laughs> Okay, took me a moment. I'm like, that person up there somewhere? <laughs> I thought there was like some sort of sun god thing going yeah. on. Me, Yamabashi. Mm. Some Indiana Jones. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Temple of Doom. Should be pretty some pretty cool sound. This footsteps on the wood. Some, inter- some interesting vegetation up here. Just found out why walking shoes are not hiking shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering how these things are gonna do me. It's a lot more dry than I thought it would be after raining yesterday, though. Yeah. I think it didn't rain all day yesterday, so. Oh, some nice spider web there. Some of the vegetation, especially where there were some ferns, reminds me of the beginning of, uh, I think it's in the beginning of E.T. or something. The camera's kind of going through mm. the woods. Hey, so let's talk about the Ozu films. Uh, Which ones have you actually seen so far? I've seen... You said Tokyo Story, Tokyo right? Story, Early Spring, um, and Autumn Afternoon, I think it is, the last, his final film, uh, which is Sammanoaji in Japanese, but I think they just translate it as uh, the, Autumn Afternoon, The Taste of Autumn, or maybe not Taste, just Autumn Afternoon or something like that. Confusing you Taste of Cherry. <laughs> Good movie. Taste of Autumn Afternoon. Have you ever seen Taste of Cherry? No, you recommended it, but haven't yeah. had a chance to see it yet. I have to watch it again. It it takes a bit <clears throat> to absorb. It is definitely a a, a slow paced movie, but 
quite nice. So I don't think I've seen any of those movies. Which, uh, which one do you think I should watch first? Um, well, a fun one to watch would be um, the one he filmed in Tokyo. Um, it's all it's in Japanese. Um, I don't like the ending, but a lot of the movie is really good, and I really enjoy it. It's basically about a university student who from the, comes from comes to Tokyo from the countryside, but in order to make ends meet, is working as a kind of call girl. Uh. And her encounter with this older man um, that doesn't turn out to be quite what you think it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, something Love, I can't remember. But Kiristami didn't make a whole bunch of movies. He only made one in Tokyo, so it's easy to find. Where did he do most of his movies? What's up? Sorry. Hmm? Where did he film most of his Well, he's Iranian, so his early half of his career, all his movies are made in Iran. Are you talking about Taste of Cherry? Taste of Cherry. Oh, okay. I thought we were still on Ozzy. Sorry. <laughs> I was saying that he has a movie that is made in, made in, made in Japan. Ozzy's movies, I don't know, I wouldn't say... Uh, most of them are set in Tokyo. Um, Ukigusa, Floating Weeds, is about a uh, theater troupe, traveling theater troupe. I think that one maybe is not set in Tokyo, but set in one of the towns that they visit. He actually did that movie twice. I've never he seen... He filmed the, it twice? Yeah. He, he essentially he remade his own movie. I'll let these guys go by. Yeah. So he um, he made a, the first version black and white. I want to say in the 30s or the 40s. I've never seen his pre-war movies. Um, he made a whole ton of movies and actually, I think, was working for the Japanese government. Hmm making movies during kind of war, war time. I think he himself was not a particularly uh, political supporter of the Japanese regime, but I think he just quietly wanted to make movies, so. <laughs> He's like, if you'll bankroll my films. Yeah, so he, I think, kept his mouth shut and just made some movies. Um, but I think that's where he honed his skills and developed his style. Uh, very distinct. He famously breaks the 180 rule in which you want to keep a camera on the one side so that we know who's talking to who and we don't get confused. Right. You don't want to cross the line. He crossed that line all the time. Huh. Um, the actors look like they're speaking not quite into the camera, but maybe right next to the camera. The camera is in front of you. Which is now common, right? Um, it's done... It's, it's done when um, when people are breaking the fourth wall and things like that. Third wall? Fourth wall? Fourth wall. That's right? when they're talking to the audience, right? Yeah. But but he doesn't do it for that. He does it like two characters are talking to each other. And the camera will be on, be on one side, be next to you as you're talking to me. Or as I'm talking to you. And it'll be next to me as you're talking to me. Oh, I see. So it looks like the... Um, characters are talking to the audience, but they're not. They're talking to each other. Yeah. Um, 
it's very interesting. Kind of like watching a CNN interview or something. Yeah, kind of. It's it's initially disconcerting. The other thing he did that was very influenced by Japanese culture is that he had a special, I don't know if it was a tripod, but some kind of stand that was low. So because, you know, so much of Japanese home life takes place on the floor level, Tatami, he had this low camera, low angle camera. Uh, really famous for that. Um, you know, the Western cinema nerds, when they first saw that, what, you can put a camera low to the ground? <laughs> yeah, yes, you can. You always could do this. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously, it's a cultural circumstance when you right. do so much of your living at ground level. So. Last time I came up here, there were people sleeping on these benches. Oh, nice. This is a pretty good little bit of elevation. Right yeah. Want some water? Oh, sure, thanks. Day three. Just about out of water. <laughs> Don't know if I can make it. Hey mate, it's only another 30 minutes or so before we get to the, the, the water spring, so make sure you got enough reserve. Mount the car, the lost file. <laughs> <laughs> Why is there a 30 minute gap? <laughs> that's, that's the accumulation of our horrible Australian accent. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very good at many other accents. I'm not either. Terrible. I was watching one of those YouTube videos once where there was like... Have you seen the one with the uh, the accent um, coach? It's great. It's I think it's... Is it the one where he's like looking at the movies and he's yeah. saying like what they're doing right, what they're Yeah, and I think right. it's Wired or something is doing the series. Somebody is like... It's it's with somebody, one of those publications. But it's really good. He's so good. He analyzes. And What's the, cool about that one, I, was, I don't know if it's that one or something similar, but... He's talking about the... Uh, differences in English accents. Yeah. Like the different styles and yeah. different areas. And like the Cockney or the more like mm -hmm. refined British or refined received, like, received pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. And then there was someone who was also talking about that like what do they call it? The transatlantic accent? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. yeah. Weird like like, no, nobody ever talked like that except in movies? Yeah. That, and what's the name of the old... like, alliterated and twangy? Yeah, and what's the, what's the uh, name of the... I wonder if the, if the uh, old-timey movie actually that, I thought that name. was the transatlantic one. No, the transatlantic is a little bit more like... It's more like... Um, it's American English, but it's like, so darling, we're going, are we going to the store? Like, it's like, it's almost like, it's, are you kind of being British, but you're not? Like, it's, uh, it's like a failed British accent or something. So you're talking about the one I'm talking about, hey, like, there. Hey, Chris, Chris, old boy. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> like, and here's the people. This yeah, first flight off to the Pacific, yeah. on to the yeah. way. <laughs> or old, yeah, old, like an old baseball announcer, too. Like those, like, news films they would play at the movie theater. Yeah. The Crown has some uh, old British ones of that. And Queen Elizabeth visits the fair town of Adelaide <laughs> in, in South Australia. 
They're gonna thin out the forest. And carrying trees out and hmm? improving the forest a little. In your safety, we are planning to keep the learning trail closed. And please follow us. Okay. All these like sentences that are connected that aren't supposed to be connected and it's an interesting study in grammar. This guy's doing it up right. Carries his own music a little. Nice. The Tokyo Royal Orchestra. Brought to you by Man Hiking in Mountain. <laughs> this piece is Beethoven's fifth sonata. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think he had a fifth sonata. I don't think that's how it worked. Alright, let's see here. Mount Takao will be a fourth trail. Alright. Do it. Here we go. And they were never seen again. <laughs> Except for the people about a hundred meters in front of them. <laughs> so I think I've told you before that my favorite Ozu movie is uh, Late Spring? Yeah, Late Spring. No. Bunch of, yep, Late Spring. Uh, Should I start with that one then? Um... Yeah, it's a good one to start with. That one, or probably that, or Tokyo Story. I mean, Tokyo Story is kind of considered his masterpiece, and it's it's kind of in the early peak of his kind of his whole body of work. Because I think it's fifty. Late spring is forty nine. Mm -hmm. Tokyo Story is I want to say nineteen fifty one. So, and then he passed away in. 5960, maybe 1960. So, there's an interesting, couple interesting things. Um, so, the basic premise of late spring is a daughter in her late 20s, I want to say, still living with her uh, father who's a widower. So, her mother passed away sometime in the past. I, I don't remember if they say exactly when, but. So it's uh, father and daughter, and they really get along, and they're really, it's a really nice uh, family bond. Mm -hmm. And they both are very comfortable living with each other, but it is becoming apparent, and he's becoming worried. This is like 1940s Japan, so he's oh, like, he's, gonna, he's only like, he's not going to marry or yeah, something? Yeah, and the other thing, but the, it's funny though, it's not only that, it's also like, he's like maybe in his 50s. And he's like, I'm old, and I'm not going to be here much longer. You can see, like, the the, like, the idea of life expectancy is very different. <laughs> like, he, he, there's some scenes where he talks about himself as if, like, he's, like, an 80-year-old, like, sick <laughs> invalid. <laughs> Ohio is on Like, it's very interesting. Um, but, yeah, and also, but, yeah. But, but at some point, he does make a speech about, you know, look, I'm not, I'm already old. I'm not going to be here that much longer. You got to so get you, your game on, girl. Yeah, you need to go make a life for yourself. And he gives what I think is one of the greatest, like, monologues of just affection and care for someone. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever your value or your viewpoint is towards marriage and mm -hmm. life path. It's an amazing... It's by one of my favorite Japanese actors, Anna Ozugotu, uh, Ryu Chishu. It's originally from Kagoshima. So actually, his original accent is a super thick, heavy Kagoshima accent. But he's a great actor, and he... He, of course, puts on a Tokyo or Hyojingo accent. Does a great job. So that movie is really sweet in tone. 
and a little bit of there's a little bit of a fun fun storyline about the way he tries to get his daughter to get married <laughs> it's by setting up the fact that he might be getting remarried yeah and so kind of all right don't give any more away. I want to watch it. that's about it and from there <laughs> this is the learning trail is this the learning trail yeah so you can learn some stamina <laughs> <laughs> you you learn not to take the learning trail again. <laughs> yeah, it's good. we're going up pretty good. You got any movie recommendations for me? I was telling you about uh, Ghost in the Shell. Mm -hmm. Did you watch that yet? No, not yet. So I, I talked to a couple people. Yeah, about it, and they said that they were kind of like. I don't know, like, it wasn't as good as the original, but mm -hmm. in a lot of ways, the original broke a lot of new ground, like, plot-wise, so yeah. it's kind of hard, I mean, the, the point is, is it's not going to be as good as the original. Yeah. Um, but what I found interesting, for people who never saw the original anime, uh -huh. it's actually pretty good, it does, it does justice to the story. Huh. And I didn't think that the whole, like... Uh, you know, white facing yeah. characters and everything. It didn't seem, you know, too bad because the whole concept is she's in a she's in a new body. Yeah. And like when they go to the scenes about her mother, uh -huh. um, you know, her mother's Japanese. Oh, okay. Played by a Japanese woman. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And there's Japanese people Japanese on, the, on okay. section nine and like. Yeah, which often what? happens. <laughs> we don't have very many. We don't have a large stable of Japanese actresses. We'll hire all the Hong Kong and Chinese, which is nothing wrong with those, those actors, but it's just always interesting in memoirs of a geisha or like. Yeah, yeah it was set. convincing yeah. to me. I guess I don't know. I never. I didn't actually look at her name though. But I will caveat this by saying I was on an airplane and that was mm -hmm. a few drinks in, so <laughs> maybe it seemed a lot better because of that. But visually, it was stunning. It was great. Yeah. Makes me want to go watch the original anime again, which I started and I never... I've watched it as a kid and don't really remember it very well, so I need to... There's a lot of exposition in the anime. Yeah. Um, I do remember and there's that. And there's actually a little exposition in the, the movie, but it's not as bad as yeah. in the anime. No, I haven't been watching a lot of movies lately. Certainly not movies that people who are interested in Japan would be interested in. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the new Star Wars, though. Um, me too. I'm very big. I'm very excited about Ryan Johnson as director. He did Looper. Which is... Uh, one of the is there really, like, a dark side BB-8? What? I heard that. I saw something about that. I hope that's not true, because... An emo, emo, emo eight? And, it, and what's lame about the picture I saw, again, I don't know if it's real, I just sort of saw it passing mm -hmm. in my social feed. Um, kind of looks like BB-8, except he's all black. Yeah. But he looks like Darth Vader-ish. Oh, boy. Like, you know, t instead of completely round, domed head, it's a little tapered. Yeah. It's got the same sort of paint job as, like, 
Darth Vader has for his chest plate. Mm -hmm. So I really hope that's not true. I hope so too. That's fun if it's like some kind of fan fiction, fan service thing, but, or fan, it wouldn't be fan service, but yeah, like a fan did it, but hope it's not for real. Smells really cool here. Yeah, it's all kind of. It smells like uh, herby. Yeah. Maybe some of these. Not really. Not these. Something. Is it this here? Maybe. No. Oh, maybe it's this. This looks like basil almost. Do not be fooled by the dragon, the dragon leaf basil. Oh. <laughs> While it looks like your average. <laughs> About three days later, you should notice an itching on my nose. Yeah, yeah. Hi, And that is trail four, my friends. Oh, all right. Brings it's not us too out. bad. It's not too bad of like a no. detour. Brings us out to the back to the main. Nice little detour. Okay. This is where you can get some more water if you want. The summit's right up here. It's an easy climb. Yeah. Um, I remember these people with the dog. They were a little ahead of us before. Earlier we were on the train and Terrence was talking about his dog that he's going to get. Hansamu Soto Kenosuke. Kenosuke. Yang. Yang and Hansamu Soto Kenosuke. Yeah. I like the ugly cute dogs. Flat nose variety. So, French Bulldogs, Pugs. It's a little hazy out. Yeah. But I love getting up here before there's a lot of people. Yeah. Really nice. Ah, cool. So we made it to the Chojo. Let's see if we can see Fuji. Top of the mountain. 599.15 meters. I think there's somewhere some rule about mountains being over 600 meters, but we won't quibble over that last. <laughs> we'll build an antenna. Oh, it might be, might be too hazy. Oh, you can see it. Sweet. Oh. That's awesome. Wow, what a cool view. It's like it's floating. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <sighs> Wonder what that like Ferris wheel is down there. Oh wow. What I love about Tokyo is you can only be like an hour and a half away from all of this. Like yeah. those mountains would be awesome to climb over there. Oh yeah. It's a cool view. I can see the they got the chart over there of different mountains. Wow, it's over 50 kilometers away. Mount Fuji? Yeah. Oh, right there, getting its peak. Yeah, that one right in the cloud. Yeah. 
second highest of this series, or third actually. Oh, uh, uh, there's some other mountains over there that are higher. Oh, Stakayama. This is in this is in Guma Prefecture. Oh, Stakayama. That's where the the gel in 1985, the, the airplane crashed into that mountain. Oh, that's really far away. Yeah, it's in Guma Prefecture. Definitely, definitely can't see that one. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah. Relax a little bit. If you look out that way, you can see Tokyo, but I don't know. It's kind of hazy. It is kind of hazy. There's a little map, too. Kind of see what we can see. Oh, yeah. There it is. Oh, yeah, way up. Yeah. There's another city over here. Oh, this it's is... Hashimoto. Closer one. Here. And then was this Yokohama? Yokohama. Oh wow, look at that plane going by. Oh wow. They come out of Haneda? Uh, oh, what is it? Sure, there's an air, airport over here. Yeah, somewhere. another, like another. It's flying pretty low. Um, is that like a self defense plane? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, seem it's like not a, a it's civilian not a plane. Classic uh, civilian plane, is it? Yeah, it's, it's pretty hazy, but. Can't see Skytree or anything. No. Uh, sit down? Yeah. In the Shade. <laughs> oh, one of the songs they tracked last night was a Shade cover. Oh, nice. This worked out pretty well. Mm -hmm. This is a good idea. Maybe I'll come up here and work one day. Mm. I'm working location. This bring a little solar charger. I would might be come up here and just do analog work. Bring notebooks and paper and books and stuff, and just sit out somewhere and read and write. I was gonna bring my laptop up. Yeah. We got good cell signal up here and connect to the internet well. I've been taking thinking I'd love to take a cool like solo onsen trip somewhere. One night, stay at a really nice Jokan. Like keep it short but splurge on it just for that night. Bring a dead tree book, bring a few couple dead trees, notebooks, leave the laptop home. I almost thought about not going no, no cell phone, but that just makes... Sounds romantic. It sounds romantic to me. <laughs> By myself. Yeah. No, but I mean the true sense I know of you mean. It, and actually the true, the true, yeah, the original use of the word romantic. Which Japanese still use a lot, Roman. Roman is not a, it's not a love, it's not a, it's the more like... Romanticization, romantic moment. Yeah, it's the romantic used in the romantic period. Like, yeah, but we don't use it as much. We don't use it that way anymore. Maybe I wouldn't leave the cell phone home though. Just pre-plan everything and do it old school. I'm gonna be that guy in like 40 years who shuns technology. <laughs> Can't get a hold of you. You're like living in a mountain somewhere. 
What happened to Terrence? Ah, it's a three-day hike to go see that guy. <laughs> All right, I'll send my drone. <laughs> With my little hollow guy pop up on your front door. You'd be living in a treehouse, though, so it'd be hard to land. I'd be, I'd be all crazy. You tech warlock, stop bringing this technology into my... <laughs> tech warlock. <laughs> You're all superstitious. I think I'm going to grow a goatee when I go fully gray. Yeah? Yeah. You, just, you should grow out the, you should grow out a beard. The problem is now is it's all getting like gray when it starts to grow out. Yeah. But it's not fully gray. Well, that's alright though. Every winter I grow a beard for like two weeks. Mm. Just to try it out and then I get annoyed. I have not I can't grow anything. I don't have the connection here. I get a, something on the chin and a mustache, but I can't get yeah. I wish I could grow a beard. And I'm the, I'm the hairiest guy in my family. <laughs> Me and my dad and my brother. What would we do? We're sitting here and then suddenly see like a little mushroom cloud over there. Like, uh, oh boy! Oh, that's we picked the right day to come to the mountain. Yeah. All right, time to get the book out here. <laughs> All right, let's go. How do we get off this? How do we get out of this country at that point, though? to go. Yamagata. That's where we go. My relatives. <laughs> start walking now. Yeah. That would definitely be some Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I'm thinking more um, Monty Python search for the Holy Grail. <laughs> It's been a while since I've seen it. I don't even think I've seen it all the way through. It's a great, uh, it's a great series, not series, movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's 308 kilometers. Good old Yamagata. So if you route it with walking. Three day. About a three-day walk. You can do that. Yeah. And look, it's that. It's weirdly like it's almost like up the like. It's right along all the like the borders of the prefectures. Almost like a, like a straight up. We'd have to walk through the mushroom cloud to get there, though. Yeah, we can go around. <laughs> Had to add an extra day, but <laughs> extra couple days, but we can make it. We can head to Niigata first, actually. Although it just seems like we're in like for the worst of the hike. <laughs> the mountains there look pretty thick. Yeah, this is all obviously like the lowlands that kind of cut in. Yeah. Yeah. First time I came up here, there was like a 60-year-old guy playing Pokemon Go. Uh, there must be like some awesome Pokemon up here. At the peak of the Pokemon Go phenomena. <laughs> It's still going on. I still see people playing. Yeah, I know. You do still see people. It's kind of crazy. 
No, I was just like, <clears throat> this game or this machine's got me walking around everywhere, my head buried in it. Nope. I was like, on day two, I was like, nope, I'm done deleting this app. I'm not getting into this. It's like it's gonna be the death of me. I'll be looking for some rare Pokemon, get run over by a truck. What do you got planned for your big 4 0 this year? I don't know. I don't have anything planned. I was talking to Linda about that last night. I think I'm going to be here in Japan again. Will you be in Japan? Yeah. All right, man. Well, unless something happens. The company before then. Um, if you're here in Japan, we'll, we'll do it up. Yeah, I did my 30th here, too. By myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my 40th, and then, then that means I got to come off my 50th. <laughs> yep, it's, got a, it's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, Chris, is that your 80th birthday? Yeah. <laughs> this cup coming tomorrow. All right. <laughs> You're right. Two hours. That would be cool. That's cool when something like wasn't intentional, and then you look back and go, "Wait a minute, <laughs> there's a pattern here." All right, let's keep it going. Yeah, that's fun. I don't have good birthday memory. Nah, that sounds like I had like remember bad bad birthdays. It just me. I don't remember. Uh, These are probably good birthdays. Yeah, because you do remember either really good things or really bad things. So I did 2007, 2009, 2010. Because I clearly remember June of last year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I've spent five of my last ten birthdays right here in Japan. Wow. That's, that's pretty huge. I was talking to someone the other day, I was like, I just, I've, over the last ten years, I've worked six of those years in Japan. It doesn't feel like I've been here that long, but mm. I realized, I'm like, wow, I've actually have been here that long. Yeah. yeah. It just seems weird because it's so broken up. I wonder how this is going to sound if it's in like stereo. Huh. Especially as like we walk apart and walk back together, it might have like a cool like... This should be cool. It's going to be like, yeah, a lot of cool the distancing, the, yeah, the, the, the space. And, and then it's funny to see cars drive up to the top here. Yeah. Keep the AC on. I'm just gonna drive my way up here. <laughs> let's um, let's walk down because yeah. there's some cafes and then mm -hmm. um, by the temple there's some like I want to say like 30, 40 meters. Don't worry. <laughs> 